Oh, it doesn't feel like you, because you guys have been separated for a while. So yeah. you, you do you, she does her thing, right? right? And, and leave it like that. So you just want to just stay married? She going to hell with me. For, that's adultery. God damn, Trick. <laughs> that's adultery. I don't understand Lord it. mercy. Well, I, I know, I, I, but I, I allow her to date. Okay. But now... I, I need to start evaluating these dudes who you mess with because these is my boyfriends and husbands in law. I'm, I'm his husband. Your boyfriend, <laughs> I'm his husband in law. You got a boyfriend in law. That's because, crazy. Because that's my wife's boyfriend. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. my boyfriend in law. And I'm his girlfriend's <laughs> husband. So I'm his husband in law. And we go, we go, we need to we need to get along. You need to and you need to take care of my wife. They need to do what they need to do. Okay. No, I know that's right. Okay. Well, all of the crazy shit wait. that Trick Daddy has said, this is we're gonna we're gonna talk about this a wait, little bit later. Wait, I'm confused. I, okay, because I I got one question, and then I will ask my other questions later. So they're still married by choice. Like yeah, neither of them want to get a divorce. I mean, hello, it's cheaper to keep her. Uh, wait, and both of them agree to like. Hey, be, whatever you think, whatever you. <laughs> Listen, people got all You're kinds not of situations. In my so I'm not in their relationship. I don't know. But we'll get into it. We have that to talk about. Yes. We are back from, hey, a little, from a little break. We took a little from break. From the holidays. Um there was no holiday to be off. celebrated. That's true. Um, ooh, ooh, but ooh. we did we I was I went back home and well, we have a lot to get into. Yes. And we're also gonna talk about some good hot topics. Uh some good TV. I wanna talk about Doja Cat. You heard about this? She needs to stop fighting with these little kids. <laughs> but anyway. But leave these little kids alone, girl. Please. We got bigger things to do. So bored. <laughs> oh, and Macy Gray. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I try to say something I choke. All right. <laughs> uh, well, clearly we've got a lot to talk about. So I'm ready to get started. Let's do this. Let's get into it. Everybody, what's going on? Hey, it's me, Trent Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And you are listening to Cold Pop. Y'all, it wow. has been a week. Wow. And I like it. Y'all. I'm like that little girl, y'all. <laughs> y'all. I don't know what to say, y'all. My lip gloss popping. <laughs> um, we have had some time away. We took, I mean, we had to take a week off. Yeah, just we took to... a week off. Get our, you know, and we're you sorry about not getting a warning. We'll try to do better in the future about when we're going to take, you know, we got, I know some people was waking up and wanting some cold pop on this hot on the 4th, 4th of July. July. I, I understand. We needed a break too. I understand. Too. But um, we definitely will try to do better about that in the future. But so much went on in those those weeks that we were off that What's we need been to happening? cover. Yeah. I mean, well, a lot. Number one, I went back home. Yes. So I got to go back to Kentucky, and this was probably the longest trip. How long were that you? I gone? had. I was there for like six days. Oh wow, that is long. Yeah. So like a, yeah, yeah. Um. So that was a good time, uh, just to be back with family and stuff like that, and then just kind of catching up on TV. What TV have you been watching? Well, okay, my new show. Okay. My brand new show is um, Issa, Yvonne, and everybody from Insecure in Italy. 
I've been watching that on the Instagram story. Oh, really? Riveting. Who's so, I'm having such a good time catching them. Whose uh, stories are you on? No, so uh Issa and Yvonne to be particular, but there's a couple of them that are all in Italy right now. I think uh-huh. that they went to Cannes and now they're gonna have some like fun in uh Florence. Oh, okay. So it's Issa Ray, um Yvonne Orgy who played Molly and mm-hmm. Insecure. Megan Lawson, Issa Rae's best friend, who is the inspiration for Molly. Yeah. Um, Prentice Penny, who's uh, the okay. showrunner. And um, a couple of other people that I did not recognize, but like all of their like their friends. And oh, so cute. it's nice. really cute. I'm just, you know, now that Insecure is not around, I've been ha- living vicariously nice through little, them. Yeah. That was a nice little piece that I got to see them like all hang out and be uh ultra black in, in Florence because <laughs> nice. they cutting up. What else have you been watching? Um, Of course, I've been keeping up with The Housewives and all of the craziness, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, which I'm actually starting to get into and like a little bit more. Um, you like it better than the first season? I don't know if I like it better than the first season yet. Um, this, it's I feel like you're, to compare is like apples and oranges. Oh, okay. Uh, because... Okay. Some of the women in the first season were actually on, on their the show. shows, yeah. and season two was all ex housewives, and so it's brings some interesting dynamics, um, and how that kind of plays out with uh, two housewives in particular, um, and well, I'm sorry, two franchises in particular, and that's mm-hmm. Be- Beverly Hills and New York. Okay, um, and so what you have is two women from each franchise that kind of either crossed paths or had done actually work and film together um, on the show. And it's, it's kind of creating somewhat of a hierarchy. I feel like, especially with Dorinda who is on New York and Jill Zarin, who was on New York years ago, Mm -hmm. as Dorinda liked to point out (laughs) in this last um, episode, it's just, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, Still don't know what's going on with Phaedra. Someone help me out with that, but you know, it's, it's all good. Oh, Phaedra. Yeah, Beverly Hills was really good this week. Okay. Um, I still need to get caught up on Atlanta. I'm a few episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Beverly Garcelle is not really playing with anyone uh, this week, and so I I know that you enjoy Garcelle. So I will tell mm-hmm. you this quick aside. Um, it was Garcelle's birthday. Okay. And she had her sons there, and. Uh, she has a older son named Oliver, who I believe is like in his thirties. Gorgeous, gorgeous guy. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice looking man. And then she has two twin boys, um, Jax and some other J name. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, also very tall. You know, I mean, hello, it's, their mom is Garcelle Beauvais. Right, right. Um, but they're fourteen, and so they were at the party with you know with their mom and everything like that and as the night goes on erica jane has gotten more and more drunk and intoxicated which has been a trend for her this season oh, she's just Jesus. she's just been a mess well don't tell the, me she was on one all over one of the so boys at the end of the towards the end of the party uh, she starts talking to oliver and talking about like how cute he is oh the 30 year old yes okay. he's like are you married and he's like uh no he, I think she asked, does he have a baby mama? <laughs> I think that that she, it was something like that. It was something like, I don't There's know if that's racist. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was that, but it was some, at least something like that. Something about a baby mama, if he was married, 
uh, or something wow. like that. And okay. he was like, um, yes, I'm married, like da 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 da. And uh, he was like, tell your wife to hit me up on Instagram. I'm all like down for the threesome and like oh my God. all of that stuff. Well, that wasn't, that, so that was like uncomfortable and crazy. And Garcelle was already kind of like side-eyeing her a little bit. Like, right. stay away from him. Like, uh-uh, Oliver, <laughs> go on somewhere. At the end of the night, they are about to leave. And she tells one of the 14-year-old boys, she was like, can you grab those flowers from the table? Someone had given her like a bouquet for as a gift. Mm-hmm. And so she's tell, she was like, Jax, can you go tell grab the bouquet of flowers off that table for me? She goes over there and he crosses paths with Erica. And she's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, get the fuck out of here. Huh? And he's like, oh. <laughs> and Crystal sees him and like tries to like grab him and turn him around. It was like, she's like, don't cuss at him. She was like, don't mind these old ladies. Like something. She tried to like pacify it. Uh, of course, Jax tells his mom. Garcelle comes back <laughs> in the party. <laughs> she said, hold on. And was like, Scooter. what you're not going to do is cursing my children. She's like, no. Uh, but I don't know what was on air because I don't know what she was thinking. She was gone. She's been drunk a lot this season. Um, and Garcelle's going to really, they're going to really talk about it next week, I know, because um, it's kind of like bubbling up and has created some tension. Shout out. Oh, well, yeah. good. Good for Garcelle. You yeah. know I always like Garcelle. Um, the last thing I'll say, and then I'll let you get into what you've watched. Oh, okay. um, I think I have found one of my favorite performances by a, um, one of my favorite performances by an actress in a limited series or drama. What? Uh, Anne Hathaway in oh, We Crashed. I've heard some good things about it. She is killing it. Yeah. Anne Hathaway, who plays Rebecca Newman. I will be doing a spotlight episode on this in the future when I actually I might finish actually it. Check that out. But baby, hmm. she is giving it to the girls. She is really killing it as Rebecca Newman, the cousin of Gwyneth Paltrow and husband of the founder of WeWork, uh, Adam mm-hmm. Newman. Um, yeah, it's a very dynamic, dynamic, complex character who's got a lot going on. And I'm like, dang, this is like a it. this is a character study in itself. Like, I just want to research this person a little bit, but she's doing extremely well on that. So I've heard some good things about that show. So I'm gonna yeah, check it out. It's pretty good. You should. Well. Um cool. Is that it? Does any other shows? No, that's it for me. Let's um let's get into what did what did you do while I was away? Well, I'm just going to do a quick synopsis. Uh, Please, quick. Over the past <laughs> few Quick, weeks. make it quick. So, what, 4th of July weekend, we did Black Pride weekend, went to a few parties, had a great time, um, saw a lot of people uh, that I hadn't seen in a while, and so it was great to just, again, reconnect with those faces that you see out at the bar consistently and stuff like that. Yep. You know, you're going out, friends, stuff That's like it. that. Um, and then I th- we also did Pride Weekend. Uh, you and I did Pride Weekend together. We went to the we Pride did. Parade and stuff like that and hung out with some friends up north. Um, it's always a gauntlet trying to get to somebody's house on parade day. Uh, and that this year was no different. <laughs> and you know what? The traveling guys were with me. And I, cause Cause I prayed got, for traveling they grace. Scoot, they scooted you up there quick. I prayed for traveling grace. And the fact when I got in there and nothing was set up and I was early, you said, I was like, God. oh my goodness. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm really early. You're like, early, early. Yeah. But see, you did the smart thing because even though we took the train, we probably should have left a little bit more early as well. But it was what it was. We ended up getting there. It was a fun time. I had a great day. 
Uh, and then we did uh, another friend of ours. We did Pride in the Park the weekend before that. And so what was this three, four weekends? So I thought we were recapping our week. You have recapped June. I mean, well, I haven't gotten to say any of this. I mean, that's why we, they connect you on Instagram. That's why they connect you on Twitter. <laughs> y'all, like, y'all see the photos and stuff. So it was a great June. Basically, yeah, it was a great June. Thank you. July. June t- and what'd you do for Juneteenth? I, Juneteenth and Nothing. Made with some other exactly. Friends. Exactly. I did play the. I'm Juneteenth. talking about. So. Um, anyways, what I've been watching. Yeah, let's get into that. So I want to say that I, uh, my spotlight show this week is going to be Stranger Things Volume 2. Okay, we're not there that, yet. But I was watching that and I, they've got the momentum back. We'll talk more about that later, though. Okay. Um, I was also watching Miss Marvel on uh, Disney Plus, but yep. I have recently stopped. Um, I just, I, I can't, not I can't finish it. I can't finish it. So um, I'm still going to do it as a spotlight show, but we are, we're going to have a conversation about this. So I've just been kind of okay. like watching the reviews and stuff. There's like one more episode next week, I think. And that's the season finale. So but we'll talk about Miss Marvel. Um, there's this show on Apple TV that I want to watch called Loot. Have oh, you seen it with Maya Rudolph? It. Yes. H- have you seen it? or I have you, seen it. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I watched, I think, maybe the first two episodes. Did you like it or no? Is it worth watching? I I will let you make the decision uh-huh. of what Jesus. you think of it. Do I am I led to want to watch more of it? No, no, not really. Okay. Um, I feel like this is the Melinda Gates story, um, a little oh, bit, yeah. and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Let me know what you think. It's cute. I watched I the mean, first episode. I de- I definitely watched it because of the representation that is right. in this right. uh, particular and cast. Rodriguez, as yes. Well. Um, and so I I watched it because of that, okay. and so I gave it a chance because of that. Well, I'll continue to watch it. I don't know. I have to ask my old man. Okay, I'll check out the first episode and I'll let you know. Um, and then of course watching RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Seven All Winners. Uh, did you watch this episode? So we're recording on a Saturday today, which yeah. means the most recent episode has aired. Have you watched the yes, most recent? Uh, do you want to talk about it, or do you want to not? I mean, we can. I'm fine with that. What do you think? What did you think? Um, I thought that Monet definitely should have won. Absolutely, it was the strongest you video. I was, love the yeah. video. She definitely knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I was not impressed with Jinx. Um, no. I did not like her video. I don't think I that she should have won. Either. I am worried for Shay. So I was reading something online that said this episode was clearly made for Shay and Monet to both win, and Shay just can't get out of her head or something like that. I I don't. I mean, I thought Shay did great. It was fine. It wasn't. It wasn't to the level of Monet. No, I don't think so but either. But it's. Still, I thought it was still who good. You, who else do you think would have been in the top two if you if you <sighs> were? Let me see. Judging. So let me go back through. So I liked Shay's. Hers was cute. Evie's was just kind of meh. Uh, Jinx, I didn't like. Trinity's. Trinity's was cute. Um, Raja's. I mean, it's fine. Uh, uh, Viv. She did the roly poly. Yeah, nah, fine. <laughs> Honestly, I would. I think I probably would have chosen Shay and Monet. I probably would have just chosen Shay off principle, but I thought Trinity did Trinity, really yeah. well. Yeah, Trinity did well too. But I mean, like this would have made her head three stars, right? And now, like, and I, I'm worried for Shay now because next week is a 
roast. And oh, yeah. she is not necessarily that girl when it comes yeah. to like stand up and like jokes. Yeah. So I am I'm getting nervous um for my girl. Gosh, yeah, because I mean that means she's gotta win next week and the week after that. Yeah. To get three. Because two is not enough anymore. Because everybody has two. Ooh. But at the end of the day, if they want her in the final, they'll make it. They'll right. make it work. They'll right. they'll edit the roast to be like super heartfelt and be like, oh, you know, you really poured your heart out on that stage. You're the top I, two. This I week. still think that there's a twist. I still think there's another. I hope. another twist coming. I really it's hope. It's going to give away another extra star or I'm something. Just, I'm really excited to see what Monet Exchange is doing. I think this is her best run on Drag Race yet. Uh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know, for me, I think Jada has surprised me. Jada's been really well. Uh, Raja has done just... I, I, I could want nothing more out of Raja. Raja came to do exactly what she wanted to do, and I love that. I feel like this is an episode spotlight on Drag Race. But okay, so we can, we can stop right there. Okay. We will be doing a full episode spotlight once the season is over with. So um, is that all that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, that's it for me. All right, well, let's move on to our next segment. That's right. It's time for our beloved segment of this podcast entitled Woo Chow. This is a rapid fire recall of the week's most talked about moments in pop culture. Things that made us say Woo Chow. Marcus, you up first. So let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Doja Cat, Noah Schnapp. Schnapp, Schnapp. Schnapple. Schnapp. I'm just going to call him Schnapple. Uh, there's a little drama there. I mean, is this really even drama? No, or is it's this just not. like, we've got to do better, sis? This is a child. <laughs> this is a teenager. Like, what is it, it was that hard to find his uh, Instagram handle. Right. So, okay, before, before I get ahead of myself, because. I keep forgetting I got to explain the story. So Doja Cat, which so first off, does anybody know who Noah Schnapp is? He's one of the kids no. from Stranger Things. No, we don't He's know. He's Will from we Stranger Things. We don't know Things. he's a minor. <laughs> he is a minor. And so this is from Yahoo Entertainment. It says Doja Cat slammed Stranger Things star Noah Schnapp for posting their private conversation to TikTok. On Thursday, Schnapp shared screenshots of messages the woman singer sent him inquiring about his co-star, Joseph Quinn, the guy who played Eddie in Stranger Things Season 4. Noah, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Wait, no. Does he have a girlfriend? Quote, Doja wrote in the TikTok message or the, the Instagram messages. And so that's basically all that you need to know. And then Doja went on like a live and was like... Why did he do that? Because <laughs> he's a kid. She was like, That's what kids do. She was like, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he is young. She did say that. She was like, so I get it. This is what babies but do. She was like, this is mad embarrassing. And it is a little embarrassing. It is. But I mean. Yeah, she got put out on Front Street. So uh, to me, this just embarks. This, this brings up the question. Like. Posting like your private messages, that's that's not cool though. Uh, so, or, or do you just have to assume now that like anybody's going to post? Yes, I feel like it, it's not right. I feel like with children and people who for anybody. No, it's not right. But I mean, teenagers love drama. They love mess. <laughs> How many times did you write a note to somebody and somebody ended up showing somebody or taking it and reading it? 
But it was on paper, though. Okay, same thing. Mm. But didn't nobody snatch his note? He posted it himself. Okay, well. So now what? I'm just saying, like, that's the same. Th- to me, it's it's no different than, you know, you wanting to ask about somebody and then, you know, back in the day, uh, sending somebody a note. Do you like me? Yes or no with the little checkbox and then being like, look what the- somebody showed. Look what somebody, you know. They, they- oh. <laughs> That's what I would say, like, on Doja's part, like, girl, we got to do better. <laughs> Number one, like, you can just have your people find him. Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> Woo, child. Okay. I just wanted to get that out there. I saw it. What do you have? Um, Let's talk a little bit about... Oh, God. I about, just saw... Uh, Macy Gray, who was under fire this uh, past week for... Her ambit. Yeah, for her comments on Piers Morgan Uncensored. Now, is that what the show was? No surprise that it was Piers of Morgan course. Uncensored. I didn't even know what the show but, was. Yeah, so that's what she so she was on um, that show. And when she made an appearance talking about gender identity, said the following words. I will say this and everyone's going to hate me. But as a woman, just because you go change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Sorry. If you want me to call you a her, I will, because that's what you want. But that doesn't make you a woman just because I call you a her and just because you got a surgery. So a lot of people heard this and was like, this is very transphobic. Absolutely. This is is. out of control. Um, Macy was trying to explain a little bit about her, where she was coming from, basically saying that to be called a woman, you have to go through the experience of womanhood. Uh, and growing up as a young woman and developing into that she was basically saying yeah there are a lot she was like there are people out today that that were born biologically female but they are not a woman they have not went through the process of developing into the one you know womanhood she's like it's a certain stature a certain you know it's a certain level that has to be reached through life experience. Well, I see what she's saying, but why is is there a, an age limit on that? Can someone, can a woman not go through womanhood later in life? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess that she because, could say I mean, that, still but still being put through the same but, struggles and trials and tribulations and stuff like that. I mean, somewhat yes, somewhat no, maybe. Um, hmm. I think she was just trying to say, uh. She's she's talking about more in an, a like intangible sense, like mm. no, like, like not all even not yeah, like yeah, I not mean, even all these, these girls out here have reached. You know, there's some forty year old girls out here acting acting silly and acting wild who have not reached the status of womanhood. Mm. So she was saying that she was grossly misunderstood because I mean, you know, Twitter did its thing and lit her up of course she came back and said i got nothing but love for the lgbt plus and transgender communities i've been a supporter since day one and a never a fake one my statement on Piers morgan was grossly misunderstood i respect everyone's right to be whoever they want to be well she i mean that's what she said in the statement though she's like if you want me to call you woman i call you but i don't mean i think you are is essentially what she was saying but she yeah. didn't not say that in her apology statement yeah, she's, I mean, she is kind of coming in. And this is, you know what? This is the thing, because yeah. now they're tying it to 
Piers Morgan. They're tying it to J.K. Rowling. They're tying it to Bet. There's we have to stop yeah, the kind this kind of like Palon thing. Uh, but um, in this sense, I feel like I get what she's I, I get Macy, what she's trying no. to say, but she didn't. That's that was it's a chop for not me, something Macy. that you needed to no, it's a chop. even go on and, and, and further try to explain. Yeah, no, nah, I don't like the comments. It's a no for it's a no for me. We're not in Fizzle Flat, we are in Wu Chow. Oh, so right. Wu Chow. Wu Chow. <laughs> uh and you had talked about Bet, and I don't I I don't want to keep harping on about what you were saying. Bet no, said something uh Go ahead. that also had a tweet that was what did she say? We're talking about Bette Midler. Bette Midler, yes. The uh, illustrious performer slash singer slash... Star of Hocus Pocus 2. And Hocus Pocus 1. Did you see the trailer for Hocus Pocus 2? I actually have not. I need to watch that. Speaking of... I saw that it was out, but I never got around to watching it. Okay, I'm going to watch it. So anyways, so this is what Bette said in a tweet that um, got her and I guess a little bit of hot water for a moment. Women of the world... We are being stripped of our rights over our bodies, our lives, and even of our name. They don't call us women anymore. They call us birthing people or menstruators and even people with vaginas. Don't let them erase you. Every human on earth owes you. And so, of course, people kind of took that as a, what are you saying, bit? Like, I mean, number one, can't all women not be... People were trying to tie it to... Uh, transphobia and being transphobic and stuff like that and so then I feel like she was talking about like the Roe versus Wade stuff though right I mean like so yes that does affect people with vaginas more than it would affect women without vaginas so so then bet you know got on online really quickly and was like you know what let me support my she replied and she was like people people of the world my tweet about women was a response to this fascinating and well-written piece in the new york times on july 3rd there was no intention of anything exclusionary or transphobic in what i said it wasn't about that and then she's got a other thread talk basically uh read my resume I've been fighting for trans LGBTQ plus rights. Okay, Sonia Morgan. Since before y'all were even born. That's Sonia Morgan right there, but okay. I mean, that's basically what she was saying in the follow-up tweets, but you could go and read them. They're on. She hasn't deleted them. They're all still up there as of this recording. So take a look. Wu Chow. Definitely a Wu Chow. Um, you know what? I love my siblings. I love my brothers and sisters. I got to see them and spend some time with them when I was in Kentucky. Uh, but you know who takes it to the next level? All the time. Ray J. All the time. Ray J really Just... takes it, sibling love, to the next level. Uh, at least he did this past week when he designed and executed uh, or got executed a tattoo of his sister um where on his body and so where at on his it's body? a leg tattoo it's a leg tattoo and see. yeah i've linked it for you Let's but see. ray j designed this tattoo um and this was done this past <laughs> this past uh week now i can only describe what the what the tattoo looks like are you looking at it is it like this it's a video though yeah play that oh i see okay it is clearly i mean it's like what? bloodshot eyes right she has like writing on her face it looks like it is a photo from like a previous album 
But why all of the graffiti on her face? <laughs> now look, I have no clue. I mean, the tattoo is done well, but I just don't like the tattoo. Like, why give her red eyes? And so she's a hot. And then, like, there's writing on her face of, like, best friends forever. Yeah. And it's, like, going across her cheeks as well. Uh, If you have not, please get on Twitter Mm. and check the tattoo out. Um, Definitely a choice. My question, yeah, it's a choice. I mean, hey, it's his body. Design what it is that you want. What would your response be to if somebody was like, hey, I got a tattoo of you? I would say just what I I said. That's definitely a choice. Like, that's something you're (laughs) going to have to live with. Brandy uh, was like, oh, bro, and wrote like hard eyes underneath the post. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. And, and if I was, if we were related and in the public eye like that, I would have written under your picture and said, this is definitely a choice. Dot, yeah, dot, dot. I definitely can't imagine someone getting this and me being like, oh, I love it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I have no clue what's going on with Ray J. You know, this is right uh, past from his last Damn. versus uh versus a uh, performance so i don't know if he's doing something to just change the conversation or what but God, i don't know this tattoo definitely made me say child. <laughs> the only other thing i had was just a quick a note about actor james khan died this past week um can you jog our memory on james khan so james khan is a veteran actor who really got big off of godfather um, and then okay. he went on to play a lot of other different roles, like Elf. Um, he was he was. Uh, I know he was in Misery with Kathy. He was Bates. in Misery with Kathy Bates. He died oh, at eighty-two, actually. Yeah, Kathy Bates is right here in the interview with him. Um, but they were. This is from NBC News, and this just says the family appreciates the outpouring of love and heartfelt condolences, and asks that you continue to respect their privacy during this difficult time. And then Khan's manager, Matt Del Piano, said the actor was more of his friend than a client. Uh, they called him Jimmy. All right. And so that's, I just wanted to throw that out there. So, ooh, child. All right. Well, rest in peace, um, actor James Khan. Um, I did want to talk about, so in the beginning of this episode, we played the clip from The Breakfast Club oh, this yes. past week. Uh, so this past week on The Breakfast Club, uh, Trick so Daddy, um, who has over the years provided lots of crazy commentary commentary for sure a lot of crazy shit has flown out of his mouth but this might be the most sensible okay uh in an interview that he was doing on the breakfast club trick daddy kind of outlined the confines of his relationship with the wife is it a really so he's been separated with he's he's been he is still legally married to his wife okay but they've been separated for the past four or five years okay um and this is all as it's been reported through um urbanislands.com but super credible source (laughs) um but with this he was basically explaining to them that neither one of them have believe believe in divorce and so they allow each other to have other uh, what he describes what? as boyfriend in laws okay. and husband in laws. Uh, so, <laughs> Marcus, you heard the clip. What are your initial reactions and thoughts? So, my first question <laughs> is so they're both agreeing to like, we don't believe in divorce, so we're just going to stay stay married but do our own thing. Right. So, that's okay. the, yeah. So, this was the one and done. What he was talking about in that full clip. Yeah. He was talking about, like, I only, I'm only getting married once. And he was like, yeah, and my wife is going to hell with me for adultery. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, hey, who am I to be in their business? 
and commenting on anything that works great for them. And he said he wants to start evaluating these men. He's like, I need to start evaluating these boyfriend-in-laws and husband-in-laws. Well, that's the conversation you need to have with her. I want to make sure that they're doing right by her, which I think hey. is, hey, I'm actually applaud that. And also, you also have to think, what he could potentially be paying like in divorce settlement could be much much more than what he has to do now and so it like i said it might just be cheaper to keep her that's true i, I don't i don't know about the cheaper to keep her part but i think again I mean, could you imagine i mean because then he has to do you know if they have children he's got to do child support he has to do alimony he has um, like that that stuff uh, whatever listen, works for you hey they have made these settlements get crazy and so I'm, I think Daddy is like, you know what? We actually just going to make this work. Look, hey, br brother, how you doing? Let me. <laughs> brother, you know, bro boyfriend-in-law. Yeah, boyfriend-in-law and husband-in-law. I I think that this is super modern. Um, it's and very modern. And no different from lots of couples no. who have their own. No, you know, their own arrangements or whatever. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it definitely makes you say, ooh, ciao. Ooh, ciao. All right. Let's go ahead. We're going to take a break right here and we will come back with our spotlight episodes, spotlight shows of the week. Um, I'm going to be doing Amazon Prime's The Boys. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. And Marcus, what are you bringing us? I am bringing you volume two of Stranger Things. We have run up that hill and we have seen what we needed to see, darling. Like, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> All right. Well, super excited to hear your thoughts. Uh, we'll be right back. All right, we are back, and it is time for our Spotlight Shows of the Week. I want to talk about, I just finished Amazon Prime's The Boys. I didn't know you were watching it. Yeah, I, yes, you did. No, I didn't. You didn't, you didn't say know you that I was watching, watching this. I know that you do watch it, but yes. I didn't know you were watching season three concurrently as it was airing. Oh, I always watch it concurrently as it comes okay. so okay, it's um do your show. probably one of my right. favorite shows oh it is i think i i really do enjoy it because hmm. it is the anti-marvel to me mm -hmm. um it does way better jobs uh storytelling than dc could ever do mm. and Drag to me her. this is what it would be like if superheroes were actually people people and you know walking around and doing things like just how commercialized and um corporate it has become but i've done i've done i've talked about the boys before in previous yeah. episodes yeah. i just want to focus on season three today um so you know it is back and this this season is all about daddies okay we got a couple of new faces um lots of daddy issues which i'll talk to later but eric Kripp, who is the creator of this you might uh, know his work for if you ever watched CW's Supernatural. They just ended um, their series. So, so he was also a creator of that show as well. So he knows how to do the super sci-fi kind of thing really well. It and makes sense. That's come across, especially for me, uh, in all seasons, but especially this one. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. But to give you the premise for season three, uh, Vought International, which is the corporation that runs the superheroes, manages the superheroes, promotes them, their movies, all of those things, um, is in a little bit of transition. So because of things that happen with the CEO 
uh, stand, he is overthrown and now new leadership is up for grabs. One of the people being Homelander, who is this world's, um, I guess you could say that he is their version of Superman. He's the most powerful superhero, <laughs> all of these things. You know, there's no okay. one that can beat Homelander. And he's like and a bad so, guy. And he is, yeah, he's definitely uh, someone who is corrupt and Mm. has his own demons that we have to deal with throughout this season as well. Uh, So we have, with him trying to come to the head now of Vault, the remaining members of the Seven, which is the conglomerate that makes up their version of the Avengers. Okay. Okay. And they're called the Seven? Yes, they're called the Seven. Got it. Um, They're, it's their, um, basically their Avengers they are now divided. Some of them are siding with, you know, Homelander and are going to follow him. Other ones are like, we cannot allow him to come to power because of just how corrupt he is. I think a couple of quick things that I want to highlight just as far as like themes that I saw in the show that I could really dig and respect. One of those, this season did a really great job of allowing us, um, I don't know exactly how to put it, but mm-hmm. I think what I'm trying to say is this show, if it was done, you know, in a way, it would be an open and shut case. You have real life humans trying to fight superheroes like, mm-hmm. OK, right. how's that going to work? Show creators and writers have made it a way for us to have to, for this story to play out a little bit longer within season three. They've created a new drug, Vault International, that is a temporary that gives you temporary superhuman ability. Um, and it's called Tent V. Um, it's not tested, it's super secret, but one of the members of the Seven Starlight actually did know about it um, and was able to get connected to it, um, to the drug, to help out her human boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing with this Tent V, and it's giving these these people who have fought superheroes all their lives the ability now to kind of step into superhero roles with this ability. And that has definitely brought on some tensions in terms of power, right. um, self-worth, how they think about themselves. Huey, who is one of the main characters, um, definitely has some identity stuff that he's dealing with once he starts to use his superpowers. Um, and him being invincible in a way makes him think about his world, his dad, uh, much differently. So I really enjoyed that. Also, on the flip side, there is now a superhero whose power is to kind of provide a kryptonite. Soldier Boy is a um, is a superhero from the past. I'll say that without giving too much away. Okay. And he is he can make you lose your powers. Um, and so we see that some of these superheroes who or people with super superhuman ability this season have actually lost their powers, which Mm -hmm. is interesting uh, to see and how they go through that process of being quote unquote, just a regular person. Hmm. Some of them love it. Some of them don't. And like, I want my powers back. Uh, So it's, it's, it's a really interesting story. I think above all, the main theme of this season is daddy issues. Everyone has got daddy problems. Okay. Butcher who's played by Carl Urban Definitely has some daddy issues. We see some flashbacks of him and just how he became who he is, um, which he's grown into his father, uh, which I can't decide if he is happy with or if he hates, but Mm -hmm. he definitely has. Homelander has some daddy issues. 
There's a big situation uh, that happens and some big information that we find out later on in the season that speaks to that. But he also has a son in this series as well that he did not know about until recently. And so trying to build a relationship with him and trying to figure out exactly how to go about um, being a father to him because Homelander did not grow up with a father. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not grow up with a father. And so uh, Soldier Boy and Huey and Mother's Milk also have their own flashbacks and things that we see with their own um, with their own dads and some, well, not with, particularly with Soldier Boy, but he has some daddy issues in there as well. Mm-hmm. So Who does Laz Alonzo about. play? So Laz Alonzo plays Mother's Milk, and we his a lot of his storyline is avenging his father's death, um, which you know I think depending on depending on how you look at it, um, did I don't know if he got the fair shot yet uh, of this in this season to avenge that death and mm-hmm. or if he's actually resolved it. So that's one of the things that they kind of left open. So we'll see what happens in the next season. But I think him, along with a couple of others, uh, have some really standout performances and story arcs. I won't say standout performances is like going to be nominated for something, but, but I will say just like memorable. Yeah. Uh, I think we got yeah. a lot more of A Train this year. Um, so who he is the black superhero? Yeah, obviously on he's the, the black boy, right? He's the black superhero in the seven, and he's dealing with some like Black Lives Matter stuff that he's like mm-hmm. trying to figure out where he falls at in terms of his own wokeness uh, as a black man, right? Um, but also being a superhero and being treated like a superhero, very similar to what we see with some of these athletes who kind of graduate into this like supernova of fame That's and true. are no longer seen as being black, but just kind of being their own. Um, I would say somewhat like, like an OJ Simpson almost, but um, some very, some, some very interesting things are happening there uh, as well. And I think kind of getting back to the story arcs, I think with Homelander, this is, a lot of people might be upset with how the season ends with Homelander, but I think it's really I've seen true. some reactions. I think people... it's very true to how life works. I mean, this is someone who is quote unquote the most one of one of the most powerful human beings on the planet. And I mean, we have seen him at his worst, and the public has seen him do some quite questionable things, but people still love him and Nothing seems to stick. There are some people that are untouchable and doesn't make it right. No, but that's just how it works sometimes. And so I know some people might be angry at that, but overall I thought it was a really good season. If it's something that you are looking to kind of bring you and marry the worlds of realism and like sci-fi, I think that this is a really good opportunity because they're, it, it's just it's a very dark, gritty superhero story, which I think are probably my my most favorite. Out of the three seasons, how are you ranking these? Oh, uh, I don't know. Now, that's a really good question mm-hmm. uh, between three, two and one. I would say that this is probably going to be maybe in second place. We'll rank them. Um, I don't know. Wow, that's hard. I would say I might say that like, hmm. 
I would say season one will probably be my favorite. We'll go with season three as number two, and season two is number three. Okay. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, so where can they find this? Where can they watch? Amazon Prime, watch? baby. If you want to watch, and check it out. seasons, right? Yeah. How many and episodes? I think there are eight episodes each season. How long are the episodes? Um, They they vary from like 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break then. Yeah. And then are you going to are you going to yes. cover these two episodes? <laughs> I am going to cover. But I will, let's talk about it. I will do a quick recap. Of Stranger yeah, Things this Volume will be 15 Two. Fifteen minutes. Uh, anyway, it's gonna be fifteen seconds. I mean, we'll no, it'll be fifteen minutes. We'll be back. All right, and welcome back. It is time for my Spotlight TV show of the week. And like Spotlight I was saying, episodes of so the week. Number one, guess how long both episodes were? I know were. they're like three or four hours each. So episode nine was That's two and crazy. a half hours. Like, and episode eight was, I think, like one and a half hours. So like this is basically like a, a long ass movie. But I think it was either you telling me this or someone else telling me this. is like they shot this basically as a movie. And they just like cut it up because of how. No, that's what the, I was talking about with Obi Wan Kenobi. Well, this okay, but they did. I've this. heard that. I've heard similar things said about this as though. It as could. Well. It could have. Yeah. Eight and nine absolutely yeah. felt like a movie, just like chopped up mm -hmm. into two pieces. It absolutely. And I mean, it was bravo, bravo. I think this is probably the best season of Stranger Things that they've ever had. This. This is what I mean when I say. If you're going to write for TV, you have to have like the mini story arcs underneath the fuller story arcs, remember? And so like you have to have like things for these people to do in each episode that have a beginning, a middle and an end that still leave us wanting more, but also contribute to the bigger picture. I think they did a really good job of that this season. I, we had talk, I had talked about the other episodes in a previous TV show, Spotlight. And so I just wanted to get into episode eight and nine. Episode eight was called Papa. Episode nine was called Piggyback. Nice. And they were both really significant. Like I said, episode eight was like an hour and a half long. And episode nine was two and a half hours long. Here are the main things we need to know. Vecna and L duked it out. I'm sure everybody has seen this by now. If you haven't seen it, Yeah, I have do. not got a chance to catch this yet. But you won't be watching it because you said you don't like it. Anyways, Vecna and L duked it out. Uh, I, I won't go into the details of what happened, but very good scenes. Uh, the fate of Hawkins, very surprising what happens to Hawkins. I thought we were going to, I guess hmm, what I'll say was I thought we were going to make it. I thought we were going to make it. And you just, I'll leave it at that. I thought we were going to make it. Uh, Hopper and Joyce, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but I really like both of them. I really I think that their characters have come such a long way and we get to see a lot of them in episode eight and nine. And I really loved how they ended up. Um, Nancy, Steve and Jonathan our, our our love triangle. This will be interesting. Yeah, this will this will be really, really interesting to see how this plays out, because Steve basically has already poured his heart out. And now here comes Jonathan's ass back in the picture. So I guess that'll be something we'll wrap up. And then Will and Mike um, is Will going to finally come out. Like we got some very strong hints towards his sexuality this season and especially in these past two episodes. And 
we'll see how this plays out in the fifth and final season because I, he was the main character in season one. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be interesting to see if they tie all of this back up and deal with it. Okay. Um, Max and Lucas, also very surprising how that ended up. I I was kind of expecting it, wasn't expecting it. For those of you that have watched, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but that was also very interesting. I just think... This season was done really, really well. I think from beginning to it was every talking point. No, I I think I said this in the first spotlight I did. There are a few struggles with story here and there. But overall, like when it came down to pacing and making sure that there was something happening in all nine episodes, very, very well done. I think the villain was also really well grounded. It was someone that, you know, we have personal stakes in now, which kind of makes them a little Vecna. bit more convincing. Yeah, Vecna. Uh, that's just the the Dungeons and Dragons name that they call him. His real name is Henry. Um, yeah. But it's an actual person. And you kind of get his backstory and you are like, okay, I, I understand who this person is now. And so when he is fighting against these kids and stuff like that you're a little bit more invested so i just think um a really really well done season uh they have one more season season five and that is their fifth and final season and so they've got to wrap all of the stuff that they just threw at us they threw a lot of stuff at us this season that did not get resolved um and so they've got a lot to live up to in season five which apparently we'll be getting in like 2024 or something like that so i don't know it's gonna be oh well, there apparently there's also going to be a time jump. So there's going to have to be. To these ad- kids, adjust I, I mean, the kids to these is going to be grown age. men walking around. <laughs> Y'all can't keep putting uh, mini misers on Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> she can't. Y'all don't got that baby girl in, in dresses and these little ice cream dresses. The aging makeup. Twenty years old. Um, like, no, there's going to be a time jump, and so I think that that will, will help adjust to the characters' ages. Now, if Noah life. pulls some shit like this for season five that he did with Doja, <laughs> now he's not going to really have any excuse because you are grown. I just listen. Uh, season four, there was the cliffhanger. The cast reunites, and there were a few. Sur- I don't say surprising deaths in this season, but deaths that were like, okay, well, damn. I mean, what can you do? Yeah, I mean, somebody was going to have to die. I, I mean, it, it was warranted. And the death that happens, I mean. It was warranted. Yeah. So, overall, I'm giving this season, ooh, I probably will give this season a strong eight. Eight and a half, maybe. Yeah. Well. It was, it was, I was very, I was on the edge of my seat. I was invested, and I'm, I'm very, good. It's, it's, I think if you are into sci-fi that comes into its own and has really, really good storytelling, the more that you get into the seasons, Stranger Things is definitely a watch. And then season four is definitely the strongest season out of the bunch. For me, it would probably go four, one, three, two. Season two, I don't know what. I don't know Happened. what. Yeah. Nice. No, was it season two or was it season three? It was season three. It was season three, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it may have been season, was, three. season three. Yeah. So, I know. Anyways, you don't know. You don't even I be know. watching. I, but I know. Uh, that's all I've got for Stranger Things, though. Uh, I guess we'll take another break. Yeah, and we will be back with our signature segment, Fizz Ooh. or Flat. We'll be right back.
All right, we are back, and it is time for Hello. Fizz or Flat. This is the part of the show where Marcus and I get to recap the top pop culture moments of the week, give them a fizz if we're feeling them, or, or a flat, flat if, if we're, we're not. not. Um, Marcus, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I can. That's fine. I wanted to shout out Issa Rae and the crew over there doing it again. I know you were talking about them in Italy. In Florence. Um, in Florence, but... They also, Issa also released the first full trailer for Rap Shit. Yeah, the City Girls documentary. <laughs> is that is that what we're calling it? That's what I'm calling it. it. I, I'm going to be watching. It looks good. I, I think I'm just a fan of Issa's work and her perspective of the world as it, when it comes to like black culture and stuff like that. And so I really enjoy seeing what she comes up with. And it's also it's inspiring a little bit. So I'll definitely be watching. this. It looks good. And it's a total fist for me. Okay, I'm just going to give y'all a heads up. All of mine are going to be fizzes. I'm not taking no flats on this. These are all going to be fizzes. Um, my theme is Black Girl Magic. Um, because you, we had you a fizz so much going on. Um, oh, to this rap shit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, fizz. Okay, yeah. I don't think you was about to just say, wait a minute. You were about to, to scoot on. away. Move no, on. miss. It's a fizz. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. It's the City Girls story. I don't care. I don't. I do, we, do they the get a biopic? Like how they get a biopic before Luther Vandross? <laughs> but okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I want to talk about. Uh, let's give it up to Sandra Douglas Morgan, who is the first Black female president in NFL history Ooh. over the Raiders. Uh, I mean, now this announcement came this past week it was um, like after. Recent. Yeah, so after two months of an interim president, uh, who's Dan Ventrell, um, they they have appointed uh, Douglas Morgan as the as the new uh, as the new president. So I mean, she said she went in her uh, statement when Mark and I first discussed the opportunity. I was honored and humbled, but I also had a lot of questions. It is no mm. secret that this organization has faced some recent challenges, but I want to be clear. I'm not here to sweep anything under the rug or avoid problems or concerns that need to be addressed, which I love. I'm, I'm super excited. You know, the NFL's had a rough couple of years. Uh, the Raiders had also some some rough transition. They moved They've from Oakland to, to Vegas. L oh, Vegas. Um, right, and so, yeah. you know, I, I think that this is going to breathe some new life into the team and hopefully into the franchise. Well, shout out to you, girl. Fizz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fizz for me. Uh... We didn't get a chance to talk about this. I know this happened, what, like two weeks ago now. But Why are you bringing up old stuff? <laughs> because, you know, we, we got to do just a quick, the BET Awards, performances. Is there anything you liked? Highs, lows? You can give me your quick thoughts on this. Um, I thought Chloe did a good job. I did. I, thought, I agree. Uh, Money Long, who uh, she's got some gay people working with her. Money Long. Um, I thought she did pretty good. Dochi didn't do bad either. Um, who was that? Uh, she's so persuasive that marijuana okay. is dochi, I think it's her name. Okay. She didn't do that. She cool, took the wig cool, cool, off cool. of her other performance. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, a lot of these girls have been watching Drag Race. <laughs> Hello. A lot of these yes. girls have been watching Drag Race, and it is yes. quite evident. And I'm like, yes. I'm seeing the comparisons. Yes. And I'm like, oh, wow. You okay. can tell. Yes. Yeah, you could definitely tell that. I'm like, oh. She's just going to take that, steal that. Yeah. Uh, what I wasn't here for was the, um, it seemed as though BET was really trying to 
make up for the little Nas X stuff saying we love LGBT. It, it just seemed to be a theme woven throughout yeah. the entire night. And I was like, keep that shit. Save it. Keep it. Like, we don't we don't need you to try to come back and try to clean it up now. But that was the only thing I really wasn't here for. I did see that. Didn't Billy Porter like come out and do a performance? It was like or a whole like pose, like fashion model Vogue moment. Well, could cue for them. So um, you you basically hit it in a nutshell. Um, am I giving this a fizz or a flat? I guess when it comes to the performances, I'll give this a fizz. I there were a few performances that I liked, and I liked that a lot of the new girls got to shine. Yeah, that um, was good. Once again, no Normani. Are you still like? Are you you still want to talk about this? I'm I'm okay. just on Normani watch. Like okay, no no. So, why did she perform? So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she didn't feel like it. Maybe <laughs> she was sick. Maybe she had a family reunion. Maybe she was in Kentucky. Maybe she was protesting. <laughs> are you giving this a fizz or a flat? Um, I'm actually going to uh give the BET awards as a whole a no, flat. The performances, just the performances, is all I was asking. I'm going to give them a flat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Obviously, I'm giving the performances a fit. I, I, I don't think show. that there were enough performances for us to say, oh, wow, they've really showed up and showed out. Uh, there I, were problems. I don't want to say Gibeon that. Gibeon was a problem. Well, I'm the talking Diddy about the I talked was a problem. To, okay, but I'm talking about the ones I liked. So then why would you ask me if I'm going to give them a fizz or a flat for the ones that I liked? If I liked them, I'm okay. Yes. I'm for the ones no, I liked. I, you, you can't leave out the other performances. I agree. And so, mm, uh, for the ones that I liked. So I'm going to say, because if I'm, if I'm balancing it out, there were about three performances I liked versus what the 10 that they had. I like Lotto's performance. I like Lizzo's performance. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Those are fine to me, but it wasn't Lizzo's like anything like, it wasn't anything for me to be like, oh, this is amazing. Mm. I just, yeah, I mean, it was what it was. Damn, am I going to have to change my answer now? Because that's three performances out of the 10. I guess it's not a, it's not a passing grade. Uh, uh, it's a flat. <laughs> Gosh. It's a flat. <laughs> All right, I'm going on to the next one. Please thing. do. It's a, it's okay. a flat. Sorry, y'all. All right. Well, I just want to give a quick shout out to Rihanna, who Woo! made um, the Forbes uh, 2022 billionaire list, That's making self-made. her America's youngest female self-made billionaire I love um, that. at $1.4 billion. She is 34 years old. Damn, what am I doing? Um, so they talked a little bit about how um, Kylie Jenner was awarded this back in 2019, but her her net worth has changed since since then i think it was something um, like that. and rihanna has they kind of went on to speak about all of the business ventures that rihanna's been able to uh really tap into being fenty beauty being uh oh, fenty one and then the Empire. savage fenty lingerie yeah. being uh top two um so this is i mean a huge fizz for me i love to see it uh it and is. we will there's also some other women that were on the list and not too far from her but She's the top one. Fizz. Make that money, honey. Right. Shout out. Um, oh, I guess the last thing I have on here. Did you see the new Grownish trailer? 
No. The only reason why I'm highlighting this is because they've done something very interesting. What do they do? And I will. Lo- I may check this out to see. I feel like I've kind of like aged out of Grownish. I was like, this is. I'm clearly not the audience they're reaching for. But I mean, it's cute. It's is this cool. on free it's whatever. Yeah. Okay. So you know, so this past season, they've all graduated. Like everybody's out of college or whatever. And so everybody thought the show was over with. And so they've come back. With Marseille Martin? Junior has decided to go to school. Oh, nice. And so the show is revolving around him now. Oh, that's good. And Zoe is the one who is like the cool sis who pops in from time to time. So um, Yara's still in it. Um, other black boy that we really like. What's his name? With the rat tail. <laughs> uh, Trevor Jackson. Yes, Trevor Jackson. He's still in it. Diggy is still in it. You know, they still come back in and make, but Junior, I forget his the actor's real name, but Marcus uh, Marcus Schreiber, 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 something like something that. like. Yeah, he's the main character. I said, oh, well, nice, very because if you remember when Blackish ended, Marcus took a gap year yeah. and didn't go to school, and then Zo- at the beginning of this in the trailer, Zoe's like. Maybe this is what you need. Maybe school, college really taught me a lot. And so this is him going to the school and that Zoe went to. And then I guess they'll just to. do it with Marseille Martin's character and the other one, Miles. Hey, I mean, I'll be very that interested to kind of see, because there's a new cast, There's a uh, and then like the old cast, I guess is kind of popping back in and forth. But you know, Hallie and Chloe, they're booked now, so they're no longer in this. Right. That makes sense. They, they've got plenty to do. That makes sense. Um, but I, I give this a fizz. I thought that that was a really cool concept and a way to keep the show going, but also have all of these characters revolve in this blackish, grownish, uppish, yes. oldish, worldish, halfish, whatever ish. Thank you. It's a fizz, though. It's a fizz for me as well. That's cool. All right. What else you got? Um, my next one is I want to give a quick shout out to Simone Biles. I saw this who video. Who is the youngest person to receive Moving the Presidential the Medal of Freedom. Okay. So she. Uh, so we all know Simone Biles from being a seven-time uh, medal award-winning uh, gymnast, uh, but also... She received the medal not only for that, but her work and advocacy um, regarding safety of children and uh, victims of sexual assault. So if we remember a couple, I think it was like a year ago now, maybe, of um, Simone, as well as a team of other gymnasts going to Capitol Hill to testify. Oh, yeah. Um, and so she was she was the recently awarded this past week um, and that they have the video of her and Joe Biden Oh, Uncle Joe. Um, but this is this is super exciting for her. And she was one of the 17 recipients to get this. Uh, Denzel Washington was also oh, uh, someone too. awarded. Cool. Congrats to both of them. Fizz. Total fizz yeah. for me. Uh, is that it? That's the show. That's all I have. That's the show. So what are your final thoughts? Wow. My final thoughts. Uh... The whole trick daddy situation. Okay. <coughs> I think that that's kind of puzzled my mind a little bit, but good for them. I thought that that was a very interesting kind of scenario, but they found something that works for them, yeah. and I'm here for it. So yeah. kudos. So that's what I'm thinking about. Doja Cat, let this be a lesson to you. Do not be trying to get little kids to help you Mac. Okay? It's not their job. It's not their role. Now, if you had contacted one of the older people, right. they probably definitely could have hooked you up. But these little kids, they love to be messy. 
and they're gonna put you out on front street every time that's the other thing i was thinking about why not reach out to like one of the old or number one why not just reach out to the actor himself why not reach out to the black kid because you already know that, that they're gonna too. be able to yeah that too but to both now. of the black kids yeah. the, boy, the boy and probably the girl the girl would have done it and would have been like you know what yeah this is girl code let me help you out sis. why not reach out to dojo all right well that's the that's our show this <laughs> that's week our show folks <laughs> uh, it feels really good to be back and with all of you pop stars if you want to continue the conversation with us follow us on social media at cold pop show on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Cold Pop Podcast on Facebook. And you can find me at Trenton Rashad on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on all of the socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Until next time, pop stars. Bye. <laughs>